Hey, folks, this is David Shore for Corruption of Child Protective Services. Uh, this episode, I've got uh, an announcement. I've got a movie review of Five Nights at Freddy's. And to top it all off, uh, October 21st, 2023, this year, um, the United Kingdom, it says court orders abortion for 11-year-old who said pregnancy made her feel special. A UK judge ruled a pregnant 11-year-old lacked competence to carry out with the pregnancy. A UK judge ordered a pregnant 11-year-old to get an abortion, ruling that termination was in the girl's best interest, according to local media reports. Court documents stemming from a private hearing last month have since been publicly released and show that a 10-year-old girl, only identified as AZ, was raped by a 14-year-old boy she met online. She was reportedly raped a few weeks later by another 14-year-old boy after her 11th birthday, the Independent reported. She became pregnant after being raped by a 14-year-old she met on the internet when she was age 10 on the 18th or 21st of May 2023. Oh, well, that's real clear. 18th or the 21st of May of 2023. Excuse me, it's October now. London High Court Judge Emma Arbuthnot, known professionally as Mrs. Justice Arbuthnot, said in her ruling. She was raped by another 14-year-old boy on the 11th of June, 2023, but he did not make her pregnant. She was about 14 weeks and 6 days pregnant during the hearing and told the court she was happy with the pregnancy, according to the son. When the main many risks of continuing with the pregnancy were explained to her, AZ said she was happy to be pregnant and wanted to continue with it, the judge said. Her views involved naive, magical thinking and her approach to the pregnancy, the judge added. AZ explained the pregnancy made her feel special, according to Arbuthnot, and her mother supported AZ's position. A health board, however, applied for declarations that termination of pregnancy would be in her best interest. Here's that word again. A mental health consultant additionally argued that the girl lacked competence to carry through with the pregnancy, and a team of health specialists said the birth posed serious health risks to the girl, the son reported. The judge agreed with the experts and ordered the girl to get an abortion, which was scheduled for this week. The risks to AZ are significant. I was particularly struck by the evidence about the impact of the size of AZ's anatomy. Whereas many adult women struggle with the pain of childbirth, a child of 11 is likely to have a much worse experience, the judge said. AZ reportedly accepted the proposal of the terminating the pregnancy, but wanted experts to make the decision. The son reported. Arbuthnot said 
there's a risk the girl will just become pregnant again after going through the abortion. The mother made the telling point to the social worker that there was a risk that if AZ's pregnancy was terminated, she would just go out and become pregnant again, she wrote. For some reason, the parents do not appear to be able to prevent this. Folks, this is something. A now 11-year-old is out of control and is sexually active and for two, not one, but two 14-year-old boys supposedly raped, now according to this, raped this little girl first at the age of 10 and then at the age of 11. But this happened back in May of this year. And this 11-year-old girl says she was felt special and she wanted to continue with the pregnancy. Ladies, you know how pregnancy is. You know what you go through. Now imagine if that little girl really went through with this. And for that matter, who are the two 14-year-old boys? And they said the one 14-year-old boy didn't get her pregnant. Anyone finding this kind of odd? Maybe it's just... I don't know. How did one 14-year-old boy get her pregnant, but the other one did not? And... I read that and it doesn't appear that any charges were filed against the two 14-year-old boys. Maybe I'm missing something. But this is what our society is getting at. Here's something that I've been meaning to bring up. And maybe you haven't noticed, but... Like the women and children that reports of them being beheaded, being burnt, or being raped. And the biggest silence is from Child Protection Services. How come they didn't say anything when they heard about this? How come they're keeping quiet on this? And it doesn't matter... Which side do you think did this? The point is they should have come out with a statement saying that they condemn this. That children are not supposed to be properties. They're not supposed to be, you know, I don't even know what to say. When I heard that women and children were either being beheaded, burnt, or raped. It was the families had to go through. And I don't know. I I'm not over there. None of us are over there unless they're in the Middle East. And the people over there know exactly what happened. 
So those individuals would contact, you know, CNN, MSNBC, Fox News, all of them, and say, look, this is what's actually happening. Put it on the internet. Find a way in which to get the information out so we know what's really going on. But I think we should pressure child protection services. You know, no matter what they call it in each state, like Indiana and Tennessee, call it Department of Child Services. But it's just, what are we to do? If we take any action, and I mean any action, what happens? We're the bad guys. Can I notice that? We are the ones that are bad. We're the ones. If we take any action, any action at all, we're the bad guys. If we do nothing, we're the bad guys. If we do something, we're the bad guys. And I'll tell you, I thought we were supposed to protect the women and children. But apparently, they're not high priority. And it's sad. And what about the guys that want to take care of their children here in the United States? (laughs) Well, they just had some information. A bill passed in the state of Indiana that the that child support will be adjusted based on the current economy. Translation that guys won't have to always pay a high amount. It could be lower. It could be, hey, the guys' hours got cut, so they just reduce it accordingly. Now, ladies, I know you're going to say, oh, that's not right. Well, yell to the uh, state legislature. Yell to them. So, (sighs) you know, DCS is going through lawsuits because (laughs) of what they've done to the kids. And then... There's just so much. So. I really don't know what to say. The system is screwed up. Unfortunately, there's not much we can do. Because of the people we got in office. Now, we got a primary coming up. If you don't like who's in office right now but there's an opponent in this primary you want get out and vote you see the incumbents can be voted out in the primary you do that maybe you'll get things done I really don't know but at least you'll get a candidate that you want and not what business as usual wants now 
the announcement. This past week, I put the paperwork in for my lawsuit against the Indiana Department of Child Services. Now, I've done it before, and I read what the judge said. In fact, the judge on my last lawsuit had stated the following. Now, now it says the court interprets the complaint to allege a due process violation of withholding of exculpatory evidence under 42 U.S.C. 1983 Brady v. Maryland. Now, uh, it was denied. Of course. They went through everything. They said, though it is usually necessary to permit a plaintiff the opportunity to file an amended complaint when a case is dismissed sua sponte, that is unnecessary when the amendment would be futile. Such is the case here because with... Without an invalidated conviction, the claim is barred by heck. What they said, for these reasons, the court dismisses this case without prejudice pursuant to 28 United States Code 1915E2 because it does not state a claim upon which relief can be granted. The clerk is directed to enter judgment and close this case and it was entered November 16, 2020. This one though, I will tell you what the due process violation is is this. Now in any court okay, court hearing, anything in a courtroom, if you cannot afford a lawyer, you can ask that a court one be appointed. And a judge can't say, you know, well, you're not afforded a lawyer. You have to get your own. But that's exactly what happened at the beginning of my family's case. That the clerk at the Juvenile Justice Center Family Court said, no, you're not allow, we can't court order you a lawyer, which under Chin's hearing, that can actually happen. They can give a lawyer, not on the 19th, actually 21st of December, 2007, nor the 23rd of December, 2027. They did not have a forensic interviewer interviewing my children, nor did they have anything to state that a lawyer was present at any time. So my kids were pretty much railroaded, just like I and my now ex-wife was railroaded. It's going in there. They can see if a lawyer should have been appointed. And if so, that's a due process violation, which means that anything that my son said or my daughter said could not be entered into a court of law without a lawyer being present.
So we'll see what happens. Now, to end this, my daughter and I saw the movie Five Nights at Freddy's. And if you haven't seen it yet, it just came out, go see it. It starts Matthew Lillard. And I can tell you that there, Matthew Lillard, there's a little twist with Matthew Lillard. You have to go see the movie to find out what that twist is. It is based on the video game. Now, it's one of those that it's funny horror comedy, basically. If you're there, they're going to pick the movie apart, then you're not going to enjoy it. Just sit back, enjoy the movie. You can take the kids to see it. And you, you'll find out that the security guard is trying to keep his sister. He's got the ant in there is a piece of work, which at one point something happens to the ant. And, and you'll probably cheer. But, all in all, it's a movie that definitely, go see it. If for no other reason, you can say you saw the movie. So, folks, it's a sad, sad day when the Department of Child, when Child Protection Services doesn't protect the children. Doesn't, they're not looking at the best interests of the child or children. They're just looking at their own pocketbook. That Indiana DCS is still being sued. They haven't settled. That I put my lawsuit in. And. If the highlight is seeing. A movie whereby. You have some. You know just get away from reality. For a couple hours. Go see Five Nights at Freddy's. And I'll keep you posted on the status of my lawsuit as I did before. And hopefully they can get to the bottom of why two 14-year-olds, old boys, had raped a 10-year-old and then when she was 11. This is a strange, strange world, and it's getting stranger. And like I always say, keep your head down, keep moving forward. This is David Shore for Corruption of Child Protective Services.